the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Salem, and sitting here next to me is Andy, and this is two hours of the car show. If you'd like to join us, it's pretty simple. All you got to do is give us a call, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll take your call. What we'd like you to do is, is tell us about your make and model of your car, and uh, and then we'll talk about the symptoms, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> So we're we're real interested in the symptoms, um, and and I'll tell you why the symptoms are so important. Okay, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Had a gentleman call me on Yelp or send me a message on Yelp, mm-hmm. and he says, "How much to rebuild my Jeep's transmission?" Mm-hmm. Do you know what kind of time it would take me to bid something like that? It yeah. could take forty five minutes. And here's the problem. I don't know if it's a three-speed, four-speed, or five-speed. I don't know what year it is. I don't know how many miles are on it. I don't know anything. So all I know is is he thinks he needs a rebuilt transmission. Yeah. So I write back to him, and I say, with all due respect, this phone, this message is kind of like this. How much to paint my house? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know if it's a three-story white house, like, like where what's-his-name lives in. You don't know if it's that kind of house or if it's a little bungalow on a small street and it's 850 square feet, slightly yeah. bigger than a travel trailer. You just don't know. Yeah. So I said to him, a couple of tips here. Whoever diagnoses it, fixes it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have shop A diagnosis and shop B fix it. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So shop A says it's this, and shop B fixes this, but it doesn't fix the problem. So now the customer, who do they, who are they mad at? So shop A says, I diagnosed it right, and shop B said, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. And shop A says, well, he didn't fix it right. Yeah. So now we got these two shops pointing at one another, and the customer's in the middle. And for all intents and purposes, they both can tell the customer to go fly a kite. Yeah. I, and the shop B is going to say, I was hired to do what you told me to do, mm-hmm. and that's what I did. Shop A says, no, I diagnosed it this way. Well, the common denominator between shop A and B is the customer. Yeah. So I write him back, and I say, you know, I kind of need more symptoms. Yeah. And he says, well, I'm driving down the road and everything's fine. And then he says, all of a sudden it stops moving. And he says, and so I'm putting it in all the gears and it won't move. And he says, and finally I put it in fourth gear and I can finally get it to kind of limp home. Mm-hmm. That's a bad clutch. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the transmission. Yeah. We had a customer come in just the other day that came in and said, the transmission's gone out, this and that. It was a Jeep, exactly. I mean, identical symptoms. And um, it ended up being a clutch. Yeah. It wasn't a transmission. And what was the bid on that? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. I, I don't remember. Um, I, I don't remember. It's probably been a month or so ago. But just with those estimates, you know, a lot of times I think they just want a ballpark. Like, are we talking 
$500, are we talking $2,500, which I get, but then no matter what you tell them, that's what they get stuck in their minds. And then if it's more, they're upset. You know, of course, if it's less, they're happy, but, well, but it's it, just kind of a no win. You know, nine times out of 10, you get in there and just like that, it's that the transmission is not even the issue or what they're calling and wasting their time and bidding is not the issue. Right. So. And, 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 and what happens too is, is that, that if you bid it high, to cover all your bases. There's going to be some idiot out there that's going to undercut you, but he's not going to have sales tax, environmental charges, soft supplies. He's not going to have fluid because he didn't bid change in the transmission fluid when he had the transmission out. So there's all these different things that go on. And when we bid a clutch, it it could be the clutch, the pressure plate, the throwout bearing, and the labor. Yes? Mm -hmm. But what happens if the hydraulics are bad, which is the slave cylinder and the master cylinder, if it has a hydraulic clutch? That's $200 worth of parts and labor. Mm-hmm. So you have to open those doors up, and that's where experience comes in. If you talk to some three-whisker kid on the phone that doesn't even know what a hydraulic clutch is, then you're wasting your time. But the real issue is, is now, the guy comes in, and if he would have said to you, and you run our shop, if you would have said, I, just, I want somebody to look at it and just tell me what it is, give me a diagnostic number um, that you think, give me a range of a diagnostic, we would have charged him to go drive the car, do a physical inspection, and tell him and look him straight in the eye and say, this is what your clutch, or here, this is what your Jeep needs. So, I would have probably said anywhere from you mean, 35 to $75. That's exactly what I told him. Yeah. That's exactly what I told him. I said, you know, you're going to be $50, give or take 25 bucks, and we're going to tell you exactly what's wrong with it. Yeah. As far as a ballpark figure is concerned, I don't know what all's wrong. I don't know if the fork's going to be bad. I know a throwout bearing and a clutch, uh, a, a disc I'm going to replace. I don't know how bad the flywheel is, but I do want to turn the flywheel mm-hmm. and put a new record player kind of finish sure. on it. And and on top of all of that, when I have your transmission out, wouldn't you like me to drain it and refill it? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know about the rear tranny mount to see if it's good or not, because you got 140,000 miles on your Jeep. So these are all iffy things. Yeah. So I can cover those during my visual inspection and my diagnostic time, but you'll get an estimate. And then you and I'm going to give it to you piece by piece, so that if you don't want to do the rear mount, you know that that rear mount is $60, but there's no labor, because I had to take it out anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of... I just think, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of times, too, the people aren't asking the right questions to the places that they're calling either, so they don't, they're not really armed with the correct information. You know, shop A is saying shocks are, you know, a thousand bucks, shop B is saying it's $1,500, and they don't know what the difference is. Is it parts? Is it labor? Does one have tax? Does one not? Um, You know, it's just... Are they struts or shocks? Yeah. And if they're struts, are they gas shocks or are they oil struts? Gas strut or oil strut? And does the strut come with the upper mount or not? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and then is the alignment for $75 in there? Yeah, in there or not included or it's just... So I think the message here is, is when you call around... Um, I think you start off with, can I borrow a few minutes of your time and let me tell you what I got and how what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe the next question is, is what would you charge me to look at this? Mm-hmm. Some shops are going to say zero. Some shops are going to give you a parameter because we don't really know how much of your time you're going to take us. If you take off with my senior technician and you're gone for 30 minutes, when you get back, I'm going to be really mad. Yeah, and I think um, some people say, oh, uh, you know, no one chop- charges for checkout. You know, I've heard customers say somebody wanted to charge for an oil leak, you know, they wanted to charge me, you know, X amount just to look at it. And what 
I mean, you, you don't understand is it's not just, you know, there's a lot to it. You, we pull it in, we rack it, we clean. If it's checking for a leak, you pull it in, you rack it, you um, put it up in the air, you look at the area, you clean it off, you know, you run the vehicle. I mean, there's a lot to it. It's just not like, you know, walking under it and point, oh, that's it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just this, you know. It's kind of like a guy with a man bun on his head, okay? <laughs> and he comes in and he's got blood running all the way around his head. Yeah. Okay? You don't know if his ear's cut. You don't know if the cut is in the front of his head and the back of the head. You don't even know if he's cut at all. But with oil, we have to clean the area up. We put dye in the oil. Yeah. Then we go drive the thing for 15 minutes to circulate the dye, bring it back in. We put on funky glasses. Mm-hmm. We Then we get this funky light and under the best of conditions we'll be able to see exactly because the lime green oil stripe will come show us exactly where the oil leaks at now from there we have to look up the gaskets we have to look up the labor and all of that takes time yeah and 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 a lot of times you know there could be multiple leaks not just one leak we don't know how long you've been driving and maybe not all of a sudden you're seeing a leak on the ground but you could have had one that was caught by the splash shield and so it's just there's so many different pieces to it, and not to mention when you have a leak and you drive, then it just spreads all over the engine compartment and back towards the exhaust. So you could have oil everywhere, and right. it's you know. And w- what kind of oil is it? Is it power steering? Is it transmission? Sure. Is it engine? Is it dirty coolant? Is it brake fluid? Is it oil from the shock absorbers? Is it grease from the axles? We got to figure that yeah. out. So it's really helpful if you're involved in that. But I also want to tell you that most of the time in our industry, the diagnostics stands on its own. It's not normally folded into the repair. However, if we pull the front cover off your motor to look at your timing belt and we've determined it needs a timing belt, we bring you into the, the shop and show you and show you a new one, show you the one you got. That's, there's going to be a little bit of a difference there. We're going to give you a credit because we've already done some, some of, of the, the work. work yes. But most of the time, the diagnostic charge stands on its own. Or if it doesn't, they've rolled it into the re- price of the repair yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, We've yeah. seen that as yeah. well. You're going to pay for it one way or the other, <laughs> I can tell you that. All right, yeah. who we got first? Michael, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Michael. Michael, Michael. We're going to give him a minute because he waited for us. So yeah. we're going to give him. Anybody else has got a call. I've got a car question, 602-508-0960. Now, we don't want to turn it into a this is what happened to me thing, but we can. You're just not allowed to name the shop, and you're not allowed to to tell where the shop's at. Don't give us, oh, I can't name the shop, but he's at 7th Street in Camelback. Uh, no, that's not going to work for us. So we want you to behave yourselves. Bernie? Bernie, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh I'm going to give you a, I had a problem with a 2000 Ford Ranger. It has a 3.0 in it. Okay. And it was hard to start in the morning. You would have to crank it over for about five seconds. And then whenever you stopped it and started it soon after, it'd be fine. Okay. So uh, we're going on a 2,500 mile trip. And uh, I decided to change the spark plugs and also the fuel filter. Okay. So we replaced the plugs. I cleaned the battery terminals. My son put in the fuel filter, and we cranked and cranked and cranked. And uh, looking and found out, you know, he bled the engine up up the top by the uh, wherever the what sure, it's it's where the he bled that little bleeder and okay okay. But we couldn't get it to start. So I told him put the old filter back on, and after cranking it maybe five minutes, we got it to start. 
Okay. So then we replaced the, put the new filter back on, bled it again, and it started, and it was fine. But now the the symptom that I worried about is that first thing in the morning. And okay, stop, 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 stop. This can go on, you know, for for a long time. You have a problem where you're leaking the fuel pressure down overnight. So you've got an injector leaking. You've got a fuel pressure regulator leaking. Um, you've got a bad check valve in the tank. You've got a problem. And what you don't know is you've wasted a whole lot of money and a whole lot of time. All you have to do is call somebody. And I would have said to you, in the morning when you know it's not going to start, turn the key on, but not to the crank position. Turn the key on, count to three, shut the key off. I want you to do that five times. The computer, when you turn the key on, the computer turns on the pump, but if it doesn't see the RPM change, so cranking speed's 200, and if it just stays at 200, after three seconds, the computer shuts off the fuel pump. You're not going to get it running. The computer's not going to let you. So you can crank until we're all dead and buried, and you ain't going to get fuel up front unless you cycle the key on count to three and turn it off. Now, you're repriming the system. So it had nothing to do with your son and the fuel filter and the new fuel filter and the old fuel filter. That has nothing to do with it. Someone needs to take your car and keep it overnight. They need to see what the fuel pressure is when they park it, and it takes specific equipment to do that. You're not going to use an air gauge on the Schrader valve because that's not going to work. So we hook up a gauge, and then the next morning we look. It's got 45 pounds when we parked it. The next morning it has zero. Okay, we got to find out where the leak's at. So we're going to look at the spark plugs to see if one of them is black or one of them is a different color. We're going to look at the fuel pressure regulator to see if it's leaking like crazy. And if not, we're going to pinch off the return line, go into the pump. We're going to let it sit overnight. So now it's there two days, and the next morning, boom, it's, we still have pressure. Okay, we got to go into the tank. That's what it's all about. The diagnostic fee is $75 to $125, and you have a fuel delivery leak down overnight. Because like you said, during the day, everything's fine. So we know that we go from 40 pounds of pressure, and I'm just using stupid numbers because I don't know what your Ford uses, 40 pounds of pressure, and, 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 and over a period of two or three hours, it drops to 39. No harm, no foul. But over a period of eight or 10 hours, it drops to zero, and that's the reason why it doesn't start. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. 
Hi, this is Debbie Georgiatis. President Trump appoints the first woman to head the CIA. The House Intelligence Committee finds no collusion with Russia, and tariffs are the hot controversy in Washington. Club for Gross David McIntosh will join me to spell out the facts on my show America Can We Talk every Sunday at 5 p.m. on 960 The Patriot, on Facebook Live at America Can We Talk, or online at americacanwetalk.org. We talk truth about America and why it matters to you. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Let me push some buttons here and get the uh, tape on and stuff like that. Thompson's Auto Repair is in Mesa. Why is that important? Because they're the only shop that Mark Salem says can do a good job. Now, others have applied, but they just didn't make the muster. And one of the things that most of them can't do is they don't have five years of experience at the same location. That's important to me. And I'll tell you why. A lot of car repair shops come and go in that first five years. So I want guys who are financially stable, and I want guys that have demonstrated that they have really good reviews. So Thompson's is on on Apache Boulevard or Main Street, just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma own and operate Thompson's Auto Repair. They're good people. So if you're due for service, if you need a flat repair, if you need somebody to look an oil leak, if you need somebody to check your battery, if you just want to stop by, make an appointment for an oil change and see how they treat you, that's a great way to introduce yourself to a new shop. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, been around in Mesa since 1970 on Main Street just east of Stapley. Michael, you're up next. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. I have a 2000 Buick Century with 120,000 miles on it. Last year, my batteries, I would get in the car to start it up, and the battery wasn't that old, and it would uh, just bear, about every 10 days or so, uh, it would, uh, like, just barely start it. acted like the battery was had, a, had been drained. So uh, finally, I got fed up. So in December, I told the AutoZone man I want to switch out the battery, and he said, as he was doing the prorating, he said, okay, we'll switch out the battery, and then we'll be able to check that off as a possible problem. So uh, it's it's still doing it with a new battery, and uh, okay. I was well, wondering that, if you have any thoughts. Well, yeah. Um, what you have, we have to use the right uh, words here. You have a slow, cold start, okay? So it's cranking over very slow, only cold. Um, I wouldn't have done what you've done. Um, I, I would have had somebody test the electrical system, and um, and that's probably thirty five, forty five bucks. Mm-hmm. Check the alternator for for idle amps and total amps. Check the diode pattern to make sure all the diodes haven't none of the pops diodes have popped. Look at the stator uh, sc- on the screen. We would look at shorts and draws, and then we would load test the battery. Here's the deal. The battery has has to have, a 12-volt battery has to have 9.6 in order to crank the motor over, 9.6 volts. Most of them are going to go from 12.5 to 12.8, and they're going to drop to 11.6, 11.8. We got plenty of a reserve there. So the question really is, is, is your starter drawing, we want the starter to draw 250, 300 amps when it cranks over cold. Is it drawing 500, 600? 700. Now, if it's drawn those big amps, is it because of a bad battery connection or a bad starter connection? So after we put a wrench on those, we go, nope, that's not it. So now we know that your starter's drawn five, six, seven hundred pounds, of, or five, six, seven hundred amps. We know the starter's bad. So then what we do is we hook up another battery to your battery, 
and we hit the key again. Now it cranks over faster, but it's still drawn five, six, seven hundred amps. So at that point, we bid a starter, and you pay thirty-five to seventy-five dollars for an electrical system. But it, that kind of testing is not available through the auto parts store with the three-whiskered kit. They don't have that. They can't look at a diode trio. They can't look at a stator. They don't understand that f from a static voltage point, we take the voltage at your battery when it's parked there. Now, believe it or not, a fully charged 12-volt battery is actually at 13 volts. So we check the amp or the, the voltage at the beginning, and we want to see 12, 6, 12, 7, 12, 8, 12, 9, 13. When this alternator fires up, we want to see 1 volt over that. So if it's 12, 6, we want to see 13, 6. These are the tricks that the old gray-haired guys know. These are the tri tricks that the master technician knows. And that's why it's important to find somebody other than the three-whiskered kid that's going to give you a free diagnosis at the auto parts store, but his free diagnosis is worth nothing. It's a guess, and he's guessing with your money. So, and here's something else. If the battery has 12.1 or, or 11.9, you can do all the testing in the world, but when the battery is in that state of discharge, you cannot properly test the electrical system. So you either bring the battery back up to 12.5, 12.6, 12.9, 11.0, or 12.13, I should say, or you stick in a new one and run your tests. Do you think so, I had my, my alternator is going out? I don't know. Are, is this happening, um, you said something about every 10 days or something like that. Is it that intermittent? Oh, it's very intermittent, Renee, yeah. Okay. Okay. So on a cold crank start, I mean, you could get a, a voltmeter. You could, I mean, any shop could help you do that. Get a voltmeter and f connect it to a cigarette lighter plug-in, and now you could read the voltage from inside the car. You're not going to know good or bad. You're just going to write down what it is. So you're going to say, hey, my garage, let's pretend it's Jake's garage. Hey, Jake, when it's everything's fine, the voltage is like 12, 1 to 11, 8. But when it's not fine, the voltage drops all the way to 9.6. That's going to be very helpful. You've just saved yourself $25 worth of checking because we know it's intermittent. But what we know now is, is it the amp draw problem. So is the battery shorting out or the cable shorting out or is the starter acting up? And that if will I, give us some I, guidance. If I did go to a shop and paid $45 to $75 for an electrical system test, do you think they'd be able to find the source of it? If you left it overnight and let them start it first thing in the morning, I yes, I do. But oh. if you take it in there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you already got through saying this is a cold start problem. This is a slow crank in the morning. So we need it in the morning. Yeah. Actually, it's it can it can be a, a warm start problem yeah. okay uh, i think it really, the... really can i've done it i've done it when i it has been a warm start problem i can think of two times that it was warm start and it was a problem so okay i would say yeah i mean j these kind of things if it's not happening every single start that's from the shop's perspective that's where it gets kind of tough so you just if you can leave it for the day overnight and let that shop test it numerous times and when it happens obviously you, or... only, you only have two choices Either you leave it there and, and let them have it for a while, or you guess with your money. Mm -hmm. Now, we, we already know it ain't the battery. So at 120,000 miles, if that's the original starter, here's your choice, Mike. I'll put a starter in for you for $250. I, I'm guessing that that's close. Yeah. Uh, starter, solenoid, labor, and all that kind of stuff. And I'll put it, and, but we're guessing with your money, but that's the best education, educated guess I can give you because I'm going to trust that it had a new battery that was fully charged put in your car.
So if it's still doing it with the new battery, then the next logical thing would be the starter. And I'd buy a starter solenoid package. So I wouldn't buy just the starter and put the old solenoid on. I would buy a starter with a matching solenoid, and I'd buy one that, with a name brand. That would be important. Well, good luck to you, Michael. I appreciate your call. Mark, you're up next. How can I help you? Hello, Mark. How are you this morning? Good, good. Hey, I've got a uh, 2005 Ford F-150 Lariat uh uh, I guess they call it crew cab okay. with the small back doors, okay. 5.4 engine. I've got two symptoms, and they may be connected. Um, the first symptom is whenever I start from a dead stop, <clears throat> there's a clunk, okay. a little bit of a clunk, slight hesitation, and you, you, you feel it more than you hear it. The second symptom, it will it will happen anywhere from 45 miles an hour all the way up to in the 70-mile-an-hour range on occasion, very intermittent. It feels to me like the transmission is trying to shift down out of overdrive, and it keeps popping back and forth between overdrive. And one thing I did try is I disengaged the overdrive, and it stops it completely. It never does it. Okay. But if I, right. if I okay. have overdrive engaged, it does a lot. Okay, okay. Um, we got two different issues, but um, the overdrive is a really good symptom. You did a great job there. Um, next thing I want you to do is, is when it starts going up and down, it, it feels like it's shifting from fifth to sixth and back to fifth and up to sixth and back and forth and so forth. I want you to take your left foot and just gently drive the brake pedal, not enough to slow the car down, but enough to shine the lights. And that should also make it go away. Okay? So when we okay. brake, we unlock the converter. So you're going to apply the brake, and it's going to go away, and you're going to let go, and it's going to that is going to come back. As far as the clunk is concerned, something's shifting in the suspension. That shouldn't be too hard to find. We're still talking 25 to $75 diagnostic fee if it has to hit the alignment rack. But you've got a suspension shift, so when you come to an abrupt stop, there's probably a clunk. And if you take off kind of hard, there's going to be another clunk as something's moving forward and moving back on your fork. Could it also be a mount? It, it, you know, I listened carefully what he said, and he said he had two symptoms. And then all of a sudden, we, I think to myself, it's a mount. Uh-huh. But it's not because the uh, 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 uh isn't going to be a mount-related no, thing. No, but the clunk on acceleration? Well, on acceleration, he would say that I would move 10, 12 feet, and then I would get a clunk because when he throttles up hard, it would lift the motor off the mount, oh, but and then, then sooner or later, it would, back c- down. it would come back down. Gotcha. So it wouldn't be a clunk immediately. Sure. And so you hit the gas it's and there's a, a clunk. Kind of a delayed clunk. Yeah, it would okay. be a delayed clunk. Okay. All righty, Mark, you stay there because i got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. All about that theme and all the mobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem, we're going to kind of talk about your make and model, how many miles you've got, and then describe the symptoms to me because that's the best interchange we can talk about. The benefit that we just talked with Michael about his slow cold start was is he had had a new battery installed, and that didn't help it, so that kind of gives me some good information. At least um, I'm going to eliminate the battery to some extent. But, Mark, um, we talked about your clunk and your transmission. I also want you to check the fluid in the transmission, and if you pull the dipstick, it'll tell you exactly how to check it. It'll say hot in park, or it'll say cold, uh, engine off, or whatever. But the information on how to properly check the transmission fluid is right there on the dipstick, okay? Okay. 
And as far as the clunk is concerned, what part of town do you live in, number one? And number two, do you have a garage you trust? I am East Mesa, and no, I don't have a garage. Okay. You're welcome to take it by Thompson's Auto Repair. That's on Main Street, just east of Stapley, on the south side of the road. I wouldn't take it in on Monday morning or Friday afternoon, because those are really busy times for us. But I would say to him, um, do you have a technician that I could take a, a, a ride with? I would like to demonstrate the clunk. I'm capable of doing that, and I promise not to have him for more than 15 minutes. And that would be an okay. acceptable re- request from the front counter. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Mark. All righty. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in the Valley since 1968. Phil has been in the Valley since 1840. And <laughs> Phil, Phil, Phil has been around transmissions his whole life. And, uh, and he's not a gray-haired guy, but he's, he's a guy that knows transmissions. So he's at 40th Street in Washington. He's on the north side of the road. So if you have a transmission problem, you're welcome to stop by. If you're in Phoenix, you're welcome to stop by. The issue is, is you can stop by, and if you can duplicate the problem, it's more than likely that Phil's going to put somebody with you, or he'll go with you himself, if you can duplicate the problem. But Phil tells me a story a long time ago where a guy had a problem, and he only had problem when his boat was on behind his van. He took Phil from 40th Street in Washington to Canyon Lake. (laughs) (laughs) That's Phil's fault for not saying something sooner. (laughs) That's exactly what I told him. I said, you You let... Like five miles away or 10 miles away and be like, all right, let's head back to the shop. Yeah, I said, didn't you have a phone? Couldn't you call 911 and say I've been kidnapped or something? Maybe he wanted to go to Canyon Lake and maybe they just spent the day out on the lake. I want to tell you something. Phil's (laughs) never been on a set of water skis. I can tell you that much. But anyway, automatic transmission exchange, exchange, talk to Phil, 40th Street in Washington. And he's a he's a good guy. Oh. Anyway, um, symptoms are important because that's the exchange. That's how you, you have to understand. Symptoms are so important. You're going to save money. A guy comes in and and let's just pretend this. A guy comes in and he says that the air conditioning only blows through his top vents. And he says, no matter how I do the controls, it'll only blow through the defrost vents mm-hmm. up on top of the dash. He can spend the next four years of my life telling me all he's done, and I don't care. Yeah. I know that there's a blend door problem. Mm-hmm. I know we're going to have to go in and find out if there's a, a Taco Bell wrapper stuck in the blend door that fell through the dash. I, I know that. We're going to have to do that. But if he can demonstrate it, it's even better. Or he says, when I throttle up hard on my old Ford van, the air conditioning stops blowing out of the center vents, and it doesn't, I don't know where it blows. And I'm going to say to him, I want you to stick your hand up on the vent yeah. by the windshield, the bottom of the windshield, and let me know if the air's there. Yeah. So Vacuum he, line or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what you're yeah. looking or for. Or people will come in and say, I want my brakes checked, and they won't elaborate you know, on anything. And then you check the pads, and they're fine. Test drive it, and you know, around the block, it's fine. And then they come to pick it up, and they're like... You know, there's just there's this vibration when I break at highway speed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, that would have been helpful at the front end, yeah. you know, because not our guys don't always. I mean, if we're if we've been told that it's a highway issue or 75 miles an hour, we're not driving the streets that <laughs> speed. But we're close to the freeway. <laughs> yeah, but we'll take it on the freeway right. if that's when the problem happens. But all those little things are important to know. 
um, you know, when dropping it off or getting your vehicle serviced or anything like that. And, and when we talk about um, this kind of vibration, a high-speed brake application vibration, we're talking about the rotor of the disc brakes sure. is wobbling. Uh-huh. And when we wobble the rotor, the issue has to be that we're, this rotor could be wobbling about the thickness of four human hairs. Sure. So that would be eight thousandths or ten thousandths of an inch. So as that rotor wobbles at 75 miles an hour, your brake pedal pulsates. Mm-hmm. That's something we need to know. Yeah. It's not a matter of checking your brakes. It's a matter of give us the symptoms exactly. Tell us how to duplicate the symptoms. Sure. And on that Ford that I was talking about with the vacuum line, you're right. It's going to be a vacuum line, but it could be one of three things. It could be end A. It could be and B, sure. it could be underneath the dash where A goes to C, or it could be this big old grapefruit-looking pod that has a hole in it. So it's not as easy as just to plug the vacuum line on it, although sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. And usually it's kind of like, well, um, has anybody been underneath the hood? Yeah, I was doing a tune-up the other day. <laughs> and so, okay, well, open up the hood, and we're going to go right to where that vacuum like is. It's been knocked off or it's been broken. Yeah. And cut it, put it back on, and say, sure. if you're a customer and been around a long time, it's no charge. Yeah. If you're a first-time customer, we would have written a work order on you at the beginning. Sure. All right, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Gil, I'm going to be right with you in just a second, but I want to talk about SNS Tire and Auto Service. Folks, everybody that advertises on this show has been personally vetted by me. I've known these people for years and years, and it included decades. When you start talking about SNS Tire on the west side, they're in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a very huge and very comprehensive line of tires, many different brands of tires in the same size. So you can go in and you can say, I'd like your good, better, best out the door, write my check before I leave home for four tires. That's an important consideration. So they have the ability to give you three different sizes or three different pricing for for three different brands of the same size. And that way you can decide what's best for you. They also balance your tires. They do alignment, suspension work, and they do oil changes and all kinds of maintenance. So if you're looking for new tires or anything else you want to do, SNS Tire has three valley locations. It'd be a good place to start. We'll be back right after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, Heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, host Mayor Jalovitz will analyze what the Trump plan following the next failed peace negotiations will be. He has no doubt, as always, any so-called peace negotiations will fail. So do not miss his important analysis. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. 
a message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you. And we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and we're only taking people with one-syllable names. Okay? So we've had Mark, Mike, and we have Wes. Okay? So we're going to go to Mike, but it's really important that we talk to people with one-syllable names. (laughs) 602-315-43. no. Uh, okay. 602 I might as well get my home address or sure. my, my home phone Seriously. number there. All righty. 602 And Mike, you're up first. How can I help you? How you doing, Mark? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I have a Ford uh, diesel truck. It's a 7.3 liter. It's got 315,000 miles on it. In the morning... Uh, when it's cold, I get a check engine light. It comes on for about 10 seconds and then turns off. And, and then the truck starts idling a little bit faster. Okay. You, we're going to have to go in and look at the codes and the, the serial stream data. The, the serial stream data is a live look at everything. So we can push buttons on our scanners, and we can go into fuel delivery. We can go into the electrical system. We can go do a lot of things. The fact that the engine light came on, it left the trace in your computer, so we can go in and look at historical data or live data or whatever. I want to tell you that just because it has a code for some part does not mean that code is the problem. The other day I had a guy call me and tell me he had four oxygen sensor codes on his car. Now, all of them were lean, okay? So they're all screaming. They're saying to the computer, give me more fuel. So he went to a, the three-whiskered kid at the parts store, and he wanted to sell him $400, $500, $600 worth of oxygen sensors for four. There's a pre- and a post-catalytic converter. So we have upstream cat number one and downstream cat number one. Then we have an upstream cat number two, so forth. And I said to him, I think the, faucet's pro- the problem is the faucet. The computer's supposed to open the faucet when it sees, hey, give me more fuel, Maybe the fuel filter's plugged. Maybe your fuel pressure isn't up to snuff. Or the adverse. Maybe you have a huge vacuum leak. Does the motor idle rough when you hit the brakes? Now, this doesn't apply to your diesel. So in your particular situation, I got good news. The good news is the fact that it comes on and then goes off is good news. The bad news is is you're going to have to spend some money to find out what it is. Now, what part of town do you live in? Well, I'm in North Phoenix, and I got recommended a place, Phoenix Transmission and Engine, up on um, Cape Creek and Bell. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't Do you know, know them. Uh, no, I you don't. Know a dentist up there? 
No, no, but okay. um, I would probably send you over to Strictly Diesel up there at Deer Valley and, and I-17. Okay, that was um, the other one I was looking at. Okay, I, I would, I would talk to Nate at Strictly Diesel. Nate is, um, is about okay. ten feet tall, and his hands look like uh, tennis rackets, and um, and he and he has a <laughs> and very. All of that is important for diesel repair. <laughs> no, no, it's important because he is the kind of guy you yeah. hope your daughter brings home. Okay, he's got okay. a firm handshake. He's he's honest as the day is long. Sure. He's married, so forget about the daughter part. Yeah. But but <clears throat> Nate's a guy that you'll remember for the rest of your life, and you'll have nightmares of him grabbing a hold of your head and bouncing it like a basketball. <laughs> but no, he doesn't okay. do that. But strictly diesel is the one I would go to. Strictly diesel. Okay. What is a diagnostic fee for this? What would it run, Mark? 75 to 125, but that question okay. is better to him. When you walk in, you right. say, do you say this? In the morning right. when I started up, I've got a check engine light for about five seconds to 15 seconds, then it goes out. Would you please explain to me what the diagnostic procedure would be, and would you also put a range to it? That's an important word, okay. range. range. Now, okay. Nate may disagree with me, and he may, uh, 35 to $50. Or he says, I already did a 7.3. I've done a lot of seven threes for this same problem, so I may not even charge you anything. Or he um, may say, "No, I'm going to open that window even higher. I want fifty to a hundred because he knows okay. this is going to be a long one." So that's what experience brings to the table. But I would talk to Nate. Okay, thanks, Mark. All right, thank you very much. Let's go to Wes. Wes, how are you today? What can we do for you? Uh, hi, Mark. Uh, just fine. Enjoy your program. I thank have you. a uh, 2011 Escape Ford Escape. Uh, the brakes work fine in town pretty much. Anytime I have to put them on hard, it throws my front end back and forth. And I've had it in. They've replaced brakes and all kinds of stuff. And uh, it never goes away. And it's really bad on the freeway if I have to brake hard. It, I, I, it throws me to the right, and I have to steer it back to the left. And there's, so there's something serious. Okay. All right. Well, well, I think it it um, let's let's work on the description part. When you apply the brakes hard, it, the steering wheel moves right, and you have to correct left, and then it moves left, and you have to correct right. So you're struggling to keep the car on a straight line because it wants to pull real hard left and real hard right, and it does that one right after the other. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It certainly well, does it to the right, and I'm grabbing the wheel and having to straighten it back out, and, and uh, I kind of go back and forth once. Okay. Yeah. I don't... Would it make a difference if it's just one way as opposed to both ways? At the caliper. Yeah, That's exactly because if it's pulling, if it's you're braking hard and it's pulling right, then maybe something on that... On that caliper. Yeah, on the right front, you know, passenger front. But if it's pulling both ways, then that's... Something got to be something else, right? It's got to be something in the suspension or steering that's yeah. leaking, that's yeah. that's loose. Yeah. So if you have oh. rack mounts that are loose that holds your rack and rack and pinion in a specific spot and doesn't let it move, and there and there's these big rubber clamps that hold it there. If those rubber clamps have been saturated by oil, then when you hit the brake, that rack moves, and you're compensating for it. The brakes are what causes the problem, but the brakes are not the fix. Now, it's unfortunate that your shop that's tried all of these different things, it's unfortunate that they didn't send their senior guy and say to you, Wes, take him and show him what you're talking about. Or, Wes, can you make this happen? And Wes says, 
Yeah, all I need is a little freeway. Mm -hmm. Okay, hit the 51 and go north. Take my A1 tech over here and take him for a ride. Now, we're not going to send send the guy to you that hasn't brushed his teeth in four weeks. We're not going to send the guy to you that smokes cigarettes. We're not going to send the guy to you that has grease up to his elbows. We're going to send a good guy with you. Now, I make fun of guys like that, but really some of the very best guys look that way every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I look that way myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that I'm making fun of, but we're not going to have somebody go in your brand new Escalade that looks like they just rolled around in a bunch of grease. Mm. But in your particular case, I am quite sure that you have something loose in the steering or the suspension because both of them, it could be lower control arm bushings, it could be strut rod bushings, it could be something with a tie rod end that's really, really loose, causing it to pull left and right, left and right. And the way you describe it is that it will intermittently pull left and right, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a second behind it. It pulls left, so I'm going to steer right. Then it pulls right, and then I'm going to steer left. So I'm kind of following the pull with my steering wheel. And more than anything else, though, take them for a ride. If they're not willing to go for a ride with you, I'd probably go to the next shop. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to change shops because they did have their ace technician, they claimed, took the car out, took it on the freeway, and just think that, oh, yeah, I'll get this fixed. It's been twice now, and it hasn't been fixed. Yeah. Okay, but let me ask you this important question. Has he changed it any? I got a slightly better this second time, but it's still doing it. Okay. Did you take him for a ride, or did he go by himself? He, he went by himself. Okay. Yeah, go with him. Yeah. You and in... Uh, a lot of times in these kind of cases, we'll have you drive the vehicle and duplicate it. And then if we see how you drive it and you get it to happen, and then we drive it and get it to happen for us behind the steering wheel. Yeah. But definitely go with them. You you have to teach us how to make it happen so we can duplicate it for two reasons. Number one, we want to drive it and feel it. And number two, after we fix it, we want to go drive it and, and make sure it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so well, yeah. that's um, what part of town do you? live it uh southeast valley gilbert okay well, I, I i would send you over to thompson's i'm quite sure brian and his crew over to thompson's could find it i'm quite sure that they'll take a ride with you and stuff like that obviously for the obvious reasons monday morning friday afternoons are no go but anytime during the day that'd be fine so i'd stop by there if you're looking for a referral okay thank you very much thank you very much west 602 602-508-0960. Larry Harker's Auto Repairs at 38th Avenue and Indian School. And let me tell you why I'm so high on these guys. First of all, Bob. Bob and Ellen own and operate Larry Harker's Auto. Here's the deal. I send a guy over that's got a car that nobody else can fix. And it has a constant coil problem. The ignition coils on the, on the engine. So Bob goes in and does some checking, him and his son. And they put a couple coils on it. And then it comes back with bad coils. They don't abandon the customer. They said, we made a mistake. So they track down a bad ground wire. Now, this is kind of level five of a total of level sixes. So the first time they went to level three, and they thought they had it. But when he comes back, the customer tells me they put two new coils in it. They fixed the bad ground. It's been weeks. Everything is fine. And they didn't charge me a dime for the second visit. So actually, he got some more free diagnosis, plus they warrantied his coils, and they put him back the way they found it. 
So that's why Bob is such a good guy. That's And actually, he's a good guy because his wife, Ellen, can beat him up. But Bob and, and Ellen at Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue New School, they've been around since 1967. So he's a great diagnostician. But they do oil changes and all that other stuff as well. Dale, good. is it Dale? Yeah, Dale. Dale, good morning. How can I help you? Hi, thanks for taking my call. I have an air conditioning problem. Okay. I, I have a 2004 Chevrolet diesel. And as I'm driving down the road with air conditioning on, it could be any time, uh, the air will go out on the driver's side, but it will still keep blowing on the passenger side. I stop, restart it, and it starts, it start, uh, it's blowing in the cab perfectly. Is it the, uh, the volume of air goes out or it stops blowing cold? Totally. totally. On, the, on the driver's side, it stops blowing totally. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. No, excuse me. It does blow warm air. Okay, so you're driving down the road, and it starts blowing warm air, and then it will shut it off, turn it back on, and it will start blowing cold? Oh, just on the driver's side. Okay. The passenger side does, is not affected at all. Okay. All right. Um, we're we're going to use some electronic solenoids to open and close different vents to give you cold or warm air, or uh, cold or hot air, depending on whether you're asking for air conditioning or, or heater. And so we have to go in there and talk to the computer. We have to say, what are you doing? What, what do you see? But typically, this is going to be a door underneath the dash. Now, I want you to picture something. I want you to picture the letter Y, okay? Okay. So what we have is the vent is where the bottom of the Y hits the line. That's the vent. Up above is hot air on one arm of the Y and cold air is on the other. And in the middle where the three portions of the letter Y conjoin mm -hmm. is a door. Now, okay. if the door is all the way to the left, shutting off the left side of the Y, you're going to get hot air. If the door swings all the way to the right, you're going to get cold air. And if it's in the middle, you get lukewarm air. We're going to be looking for those kinds of activities under the dash. Uh, I'm going to guess the diagnostic is going to be somewhere in the vicinity, 75 plus or minus 25, maybe a little okay. more. Yeah, I'd say sometimes it can be more just because it's a little bit more extensive. And and then sometimes we have to open up portions of the dash to see what's going uh, yeah. on. And, uh, okay. and, and so that counts towards the repair, but the repair, I'm going to be guessing... This could be a three or four hundred dollar repair. Yeah, I would really. Yeah, uh, and, and I, can, I can stop real quick and turn them on for three or four hundred dollars. <laughs> no, no, you, you, you can't. But, but I'm 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 giving you the top end. I'm being yeah. careful here. Yeah. This Thank could you. easily be a bad connection, or this could be a hinge that's got some dirt in it, or there could be half of a taco that somebody sat on the dash that fell down <laughs> through the vents. No, no tacos in this truck. All right. <laughs> all right. But anyway, it, it's it's kind of – now, you could wait till it gets worse and breaks altogether. Uh, no, no. Don't want that. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's those are the choices you got. And but, the, the key cycling on and off is basically just resetting that door so it's it's – sending a signal to move that door flap is probably why he's then getting cold and then all of a sudden driving and it's going to warm, right? It's the default. Yeah. Okay, so the door defaults in one place. By shutting off the key, we flap the door to the left. Sure. It uh, needs to know okay, where the left is okay. at. Yeah. Okay, uh, so when you start it up, now the computer says, hey, door, go to the middle. Well, the door loses its balance. Yeah. So it swings over to here. Well, the computer thinks it's in the middle at 12 o'clock when really it's at 3 o'clock. Yeah. So by shutting the key off, we go to default again. Yeah. And so you're defaulting the system. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I live in Prescott, Arizona. Who would you suggest? I'd take it to Tom at Action Auto at I-17 in Deer Valley and tell him Mark Salem said there's not a prayer in hell that he's going to be able to fix this. <laughs> That's what I'd do. But I live in Prescott. That's a long way for me to go. You know, I, I don't have anybody in Prescott. Trust me when I tell you, I have tried, but unfortunately, they don't mask the muster. We'll be back right after this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 